You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. AfterBuzz TV presents Chatting with Kathy. Sit-down interviews with Hollywood's leading actors, artists, and entrepreneurs. And now, your host of Chatting with Kathy, Kathy Kelly. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Chatting with Kathy. I'm Kathy Kelly, and joining us today, Cassie Skirbo, who has been Hi. in everything from Make It or Break It now to Baby Daddy, which I I love that show. Thank you. I, I do, so too. It's so funny, yeah. <laughs> and this is the third season now, yes. so you have a guest arc premiered last night. Mm-hmm. Were you excited? Um, I was so excited. I was mainly excited because I got to be back on the network, mm-hmm. and I, it always just feels like home. You know, I was on... ABC family with Make It or Break It for, I mean, three and a half years. Yeah. So I just kind of felt like I was back at home. I loved it. I had so much fun. And I got to play, like, another mean, fun, bratty character, which... (laughs) God, like, what is the universe trying to tell me? I'm like, (laughs) why do people think of me? No, but um, it was really funny because yesterday I was live tweeting... um, at the ABC Family Building, and everybody was like, this is the grown-up Lauren Tanner. This is so weird. I'm like, it kind of is. Yeah. So I, I Instagrammed something, and I was like, so basically, after the Olympics, Lauren Tanner moved to New York, changed her <laughs> name to Heather, and now she's a lawyer and still driving, you know, driving girls crazy. <laughs> she reinvented herself. She reinvented herself, but she's still a brat. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Um, yes. So I want to talk about Baby Daddy, all the things that you've done in between then and now. Um, and then also, just taking it back to the beginning, you grew up on Long Island, yes, right? Yes, I did. And what was family life like growing up? Um, well, actually, I was born in New York and raised in New York and Florida. We moved when okay. I was young to Florida. Um, I feel like every New Yorker some, at some point moves to Florida <laughs> because it's on <laughs> Usually the when they're 60. <laughs> yeah, usually when they're 60. Not the case for us. But um, my mom just was so over the weather. And uh, I come from like a very tight, uh, close-knit family mm-hmm. Big, crazy, loud Italian family. Yes, I talk about this all the time. Clearly, I I guess I'm kind (laughs) of proud of my heritage. No, um, but I do. I come from a big Italian family. It's like watching one of those, like, Godfather movies or something (laughs) without the violence, without the violence. Yeah, none of that. But, um, but yeah, like, everything's loud and it's meatballs and pasta every Sunday and, screaming is like talking in our family. Like, yeah. we don't know the difference. My like, ma! Like, and people are like, what? Is that normal? I'm like, yeah, it's just the way we talk. But, um, yeah, so I definitely had a very close-knit family. Um, and At what age did you move to Florida? Um, we moved when I was, like, five. Okay. So I was young, but weirdly, like... I still sometimes will just even forget that I grew up, like, most of my life in Florida. Well, actually, it's been split between there and LA. But um because I feel like we're just such like Italian New Yorkers, like yeah. that's very much um like just my family's personality. We visited, you know, so much and it's just like that traditional yeah. New York. It's everyone has a heavy accent. Clearly I don't have mine really that much anymore. But um unless I'm around my family. Yeah. Suddenly I'm at a Sunday dinner and like we're here in LA, my family's visiting. They'll do like these um, weekly Sunday dinners out here and everyone wants to come. Yeah. So funny. Everyone's like, I want to come to your parents' Sunday dinner. <laughs> and like suddenly my accent changes. I'm just like, Ma, pass the sauce. And this and that. Everyone's <laughs> like, what are you doing? I'm like, ah, I can't help it. Like I just, I don't know. That That's what happens when I'm around my family. Yeah. Did um, your parents move out here then? No, they, okay. they visit all the time. My mom and dad um, are out here every, I would say like once a month. And yeah. I go back to Florida as well quite often. I want them to move out here already, and they want to as well. They're just looking for the right time, but um, they come out quite often. If it was up to my mom, I think she'd, you know, tell my dad. She loves my dad, but I think she'd say, like, if it was up to her, not me, I'm going to go move in with Cassie for a little while. <laughs> she loves it here. She loves L.A. She just, she enjoys it so much. She has, like, her group of friends, and, you know, she likes her little hikes, and, you know, Florida's just just different. It's yeah. just different. So. Are they going to move out here, like, once you settle down? Or, you have an I older sister, so. too, right? I do. I have an older okay. sister and older brother. Okay. I'm the baby of my family. Um, and I want everybody to move out so badly. I feel like my brother and my sister-in-law would. I do. Yeah. But my sister is going to work, you know, it's going to take a little more work. She's, like, a very pro-Florida. She loves Florida. So they all live in Florida? Still? Everybody lives, like, five minutes away in Florida. Um Besides me, I'm all Did the way you go out to here. Disney a lot when you were younger? We did. <laughs> um, that was like 
I mean, I think any young person. And that was, like, my favorite place in the world. Yeah. When, and it's so funny because now, like, driving from where we're from, um, my, my family lives in a little town called Parkland. It's about 45 minutes north of Miami. Um, now, like, driving to Orlando feels like, you know, 10 minutes. Not really. It's like a two-and-a-half, three-hour drive. Back then, it felt like 10 hours. Like, what are we going to get there? What are we going to get there, Mom and Dad? What are we going to get there? Um, I honestly just – I think every every young kid, it's just, like, a dream come true, that place. It's yeah. so fun. Oh, so Do you remember fun. the first time you went? Probably I don't remember when you were the first. I, we went on a Disney cruise. So okay. that I had done actually when I was three. And um, I remember that because my mom still has this really embarrassing little picture of me, like in the hallway by my room in Florida. And um, <laughs> that was our Disney cruise. And that had been before um, – before Disney World. But so funny, I, I was like one of those little girls that hated the characters. They scared me. I loved Disney World. I wanted to be there. And like I wanted the candy and the rides and everything. But I didn't like like the actual characters. They terrified me. The princesses or the other ones? I don't. And my mom just said characters in general. Okay. I can't imagine me not liking the princesses. Because the princesses but, look like normal Yeah. I don't know. I part. just. Probably not the princesses. But in general, I guess. I was always terrified. It's, I was, I was a big Belle. I was like a Belle girl. Yeah. That was the princess I always wanted to be. And it was like the one princess that I looked nothing like. She's like, <laughs> but yeah, I remember being little and just going there and just wanting to be Belle. I'd buy the crown and not the crown, the bun, whatever, yeah. the whole thing. <laughs> did you ever get, I mean, I guess you didn't because you were scared of them, but those, huh. those autograph books and like go up and like get. I didn't. My brother and sister had them. I did not because I was terrified. I was just (laughs) a little fraidy cat. And, um, yeah, no, my brother and my sister had them, not me. I hated it. Yeah. And I know. I know you've said in other interviews that you grew up knowing that you wanted to perform at yeah. some point. So were you, you just started singing at a very young age or what was it? Um, I know. It's so funny. Everyone always asks this question. It's like, I feel like it's like the main interview question. Like, how did you get started? <laughs> and for me, it's so true. I just, it's something that I just always wanted to do. I don't remember a time in my life I didn't have any epiphany or I didn't see like a movie and think, I want to be her when I get older. I just always wanted to perform. Mm-hmm. I would drive my family crazy and I would like sit at home and, and my mom would be preparing dinner and I'd be like coming up with a dance routine in my room <laughs> to show the family at dinner or, you know, a song to sing. And I used to drive them crazy, but I guess it paid off. They're like, okay, well, you were a little annoying. We loved you, <laughs> but I guess it paid off because you're living your dream now. Um, you know, there's so much more I want to do, trust me. But, you know, yeah. I, to some extent, living my dream. And, uh, yeah, it's just something I always enjoyed. I loved entertaining. I loved entertainment in general from singing and dancing and, you know, all of that good yeah. stuff. I went to acting class since I was, you know, like eight years old, little charm schools. Um, there's a place called Actors. And uh, I just loved it so much. Yeah. Were there ever any other aspirations? Like, did you ever say you wanted to be a doctor Something no. else? No? No. Nothing. Performing. And I always said, I'm not going to have a plan B, mom and dad, because that's setting <laughs> myself up for failure. And now it's so funny, because that's when I was like little, I would say that. But now, like, I'm a huge believer in the, in the book, The Secret, and the documentary. Yeah. Love the documentary. Um, and that's what they say in it. They say, you know, you kind of can't have a plan B if you want something that badly, because it is setting yourself up for failure. It's, you know, you have to put it in the universe that it's going to mm-hmm. happen. And, like, that's kind of always been the way I was since I was little. Um, I would tell my mom and dad, nope, this is all I want to do. No, no, no. And they're like, you have to have a backup plan, Cassie, you know, school and this and that. I'm like, I'll do school too. You know, I, I did take uh, college courses online, but I'm like, I want to be an actress and I want to sing and dance and there's no one that's going to change my mind about it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so right when you got out of school, Slumber Party Girl, yeah. that was the first thing. But before that, were you involved in musical theater at all? Like, what did you do? Um, I did do – I was in drama class at okay. school. And um, I, like I said, I went to this charm school called Actors at since I was eight. I was there for a while. They did like a mini Oscar show every year. And um, you'd, you'd, you'd pick a movie and do a scene out of it. And I won Best Actress one year. It was like, very, <laughs> very exciting to me. Um, Did you have a speech prepared? I don't even remember. I was like so – I've always been such a little ham. I'm sure I gave a nice long speech, yes. But, um, yeah, I think I did. This is literally when I was like 11. Um, but what was I saying? I don't even – oh, how I got started yeah. before that. Um, my first time coming out here actually was for – I had a callback for Hannah Montana. Really? Yeah, and um, for the Miley role. And um, I just always find this to be a funny story just because it's such a yeah. well-known thing. Miley killed it, by the way. And, I'm, yeah. I, you know, everything happens for a reason. But, um, but yeah, that was the first reason. And then I wound up getting all the way into the producer session. And then it came down to me and one other girl at the time who was a young actress on, I believe, a soap opera. I don't remember exactly. But um, 
and they brought in new producers and new directors and it's just the way of the business and I waited out here for like eight weeks to go wow. back in it wound, they wound up putting it on hold after I was sent the contract and uh, they just changed things around and it just it wasn't for me and then I wound up um right before summer or right during that time period of summer party girls Disney had tried you know I think to use me again and I was on a, a pilot with Selena Gomez that didn't yeah. wind up getting picked up so I don't know I guess it just wasn't in the cards for me ABC <laughs> family was though which yeah. is kind of the same thing um so that was the first time I came out here I've always kind of been in that Disney ABC family world I've always enjoyed it um always felt like home mm-hmm. so yeah Who used to take you on auditions my mom, um, I'm very fortunate because my father has been, you know, the financial supporter of our mm-hmm. family and, um, he works so hard and I'm so grateful. What does he do? My father, um, he's an entrepreneur. Okay. He used to own auto body shops and, um, yeah, now he's an entrepreneur, but, um, my, my mom, yeah, she just always, she dro- drove us all around and flew back and forth with me throughout pilot season since mm-hmm. I was younger and, um, yeah, my dad would like come and visit us. We'd stay at the Oakwood Apartments when we first came here, <laughs> which is like the place that every young actress goes because it's furnished and it's easy, and yeah. they have like a little convenience store in the complex. But um, yeah, that's kind of how it's, that's where it started. And then after those two pilots, you know, I did a couple things here and there, commercials and a, a movie. Mm-hmm. And then Summer Party Girls is when I really, you know, when I moved out here for good, yeah. where I lived primarily, and uh, that was such a fun experience yeah. too. So you've had so much support from your family, it sounds like. Was there anyone who ever wasn't that supportive? Um, Yeah. I mean, it's not something that – growing up and saying you want to be an actress and, like, you know, going on all these auditions and whatnot, it's not – there's definitely going to be people that are going to be like, okay, right, right. Like you're ever really like, this is ever going to happen for you. There's so many little girls that want to be an actress, Cassie. And I remember <laughs> in school, you know, like there were, I don't want to call them bullies, but there was, there were definitely people that um, doubted me and would say, you know, behind my back kind of mean things. And, mm-hmm. um, or they'd pull the card of like, oh, you think you're so great. You think you're, this is when I was in the girl group. You think you're a singer? Well, sing for us, sing, sing something for us. And I was like, Oh my gosh, you guys are cruel. Um, I'm like, this is why I play the bully so well. Cause I've seen <laughs> you. I've seen you all up close and personal. You just mimic them. Right? Um, but, uh, I think those things just make you so much more driven mm-hmm. and make you want to prove people wrong so much more. So, um, to those people, listen, I don't hold grudges, but I had a great episode on Baby Daddy last <laughs> night. So. Shame on you. It's good motivation. <laughs> it is. It is. It's good motivation. So yeah. if anyone's getting bullied, this is like now my I, I'm uh, the youth ambassador to an anti-bullying organization. Mm-hmm. So this is now like my anti-bullying organization mode. But if anyone's being bullied out there, let's just use it as motivation. That's good. <laughs> so Slumber Party Girls, yes. you were picked out of thousands of applicants. Yes. What was the the whole audition process like? Um. There was singing. There we had we had to sing. We had to learn a dance routine. Um, we had to recite a little bit of a script. It was like all three things. And mm-hmm. luckily, um, I grew up in you know dancing in a company called Hip Hop Kids, where we'd perform all over the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade and um, the you know um, like heat halftime shows yeah. and all that stuff. Um, even some concerts we, we we performed in. So I had that background. And then I'd been singing in my charm school. <laughs> my acting <laughs> charm school, I, there was a singing coach as well. So I'd been singing. I'd been dancing. So um, luckily it worked out for me. You know, there was obviously a bunch of rounds, a ton. And then um, after the dance stuff and after the acting stuff, we all had to go to the studio and, like, record something. And they just kept cutting it down and cutting it down until it was five of us. So that was um, – a very special moment and definitely um, boosted my confidence just knowing that there were that many girls that had auditioned. And, uh, yeah, um, I miss that group. I had so much fun doing that. Sad that it ended. keep in touch with any of the girls? Um, not too often. I mean, here and there, yes. Like, I've spoken to all of them within the past couple years. I'm actually a huge fan of one of the girls. She's, um, her name is Carla Darris and she has a fashion blog called Carla's Closet. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm obsessed with it. Like, I love it. I love her blog. And I actually tweeted her not long ago and she had, she had wrote me back. She's like, so funny. I was just thinking of you. But, um, (laughs) I was like, dude, your blog, like, it's amazing. It's so great. She always had great style and I had the worst style back then because I came from the East Coast. I thought I was like a Guidette when I was younger. I didn't get style. Oh my gosh. It was terrible. Um, what kind of stuff that's did you life. wear? That's growing up. Um, I don't even know, man. Like there was definitely a time period where um, 
I'm not even gonna lie. I have no shame. Listen, we all we, li- <laughs> we live, we learn. Okay, we live and we learn. I had black. I didn't have like I wasn't the girl who got the blonde highlights. There was this one time that I got black streaks in my blonde hair. What? And I don't know why. I, I thought it was cool. Like I, it was just I was originally from New York and. I had a boyfriend. My first boyfriend was from Jersey, and that's just what I thought was cool. I had the long nails, the French, the whole thing. And now, like, I love New York, and I love you all, but that whole style, I'm just, let's just say I'm happy that um, I've grown up the past couple years. Even more, like, the past year, I feel like, um, you know, I have a stylist now, and I've learned just, I've literally thrown out everything in my closet. Anything that was prior to 2013 is gone. Wow. So I went through a huge um, style change. I'm always like, I want to delete everything on Google. <laughs> so you never do TBT? Um, I do because I think it's hilarious. Yeah. Like, I think some of the things I used to wear are really funny. I mean, I'm making myself sound terrible. I had somewhat of a cute style, but it was just very <laughs> East Coast. Just very, like the poof, everything. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's sad. That's but awesome. anyway. Yeah. So... Slumber Party Girls was yes. you moved out to LA officially. Yes. And I guess your mom came with you yes. for that whole thing. I was only sixteen when I had yeah. first booked or fifteen or sixteen when I had become a part of that girl group. And um yeah. My did, mom, so my mom obviously yeah. my mom actually she didn't leave until I was twenty. I'm not kidding. Really? She did not leave until I was twenty years old. Um was it twenty or twenty one? I didn't live on my own. Um my mom my mom and dad would go back and forth. I mean, she would leave me for like a weekend or so, yeah. but my parents were a little bit strict. And you know what? Um, a couple years ago, I hated it. I was like, no, like I'm a gr- like I'm a grown up. I, you know, I thought I was, and I've I've come to realize that it was the best thing they could have done. It definitely mm-hmm. kept me super grounded. Um, they were strict, but they let you put black streaks in your hair did. and do a boy well, from Jersey. <laughs> I, I know because they're from New York, so I guess they were just like, oh, it's the sun. They didn't even realize it, but. Um, they were, like, fun with stuff like that. Yeah. They were just, you know, staying focused and, and, you know, my career and just never dabbling in drugs and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, like, those things are important to them. But um, my style, I mean, they let me have fun with that. <laughs> I guess they gave me a little freedom there, but which they shouldn't have. But, no, I wanted to dye my hair black, which I wound up doing di- later on in life. Um, and I actually liked it, weirdly enough. It was, like, a very – it wasn't black. It was a very, very dark brown. You had and I, brown hair in Sharknado, right? Yes, okay. I did. I had light brown hair in Sharknado. But I wanted to dye my hair brown, and since they wouldn't let me, that's why I did the streaks. Okay. <laughs> it just was so much worse. They should have just <laughs> let me dye my hair. But it, I, we wound up taking him out, like, two weeks later. It was terrible. <laughs> it was the worst thing I've ever done. Uh-oh. Terrible. Hmm. <laughs> um, so was it a culture shock moving to L.A. at all? Or, I mean, you had been here so many times for filming the pilots and that kind of stuff. But. Yeah. It kind of um, – I kind of just got accustomed to it, like, yeah. naturally, like, accustomed to the West Coast ways just because I had been going back and forth yeah. so so often. But it is very different than the East Coast. Um not only is, especially like New York, but it's, the East Coast is a little more fast paced. Yeah. The West Coast is a lot, um, more laid back. And, um, like I said, I come from like a very Italian New York family. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I don't know if that makes sense to people. I can't really explain it, but it's like, they're just like Italian New Yorkers. So for me, like, that's always been comfort. Like, everything's really like, you say it how it is. Yeah. You're just, it's your real talk always. And sometimes, you know, we're in LA and I'm not going to lie. It's, there are some smoke and mirrors. You have to be careful because it's every person for themselves and it's a very mm-hmm. competitive town. So I'm not, I wasn't used to that because everything where I was from, like more genuine so much people. family yeah. and like, it's so funny because we come off, I feel like, you know, um, people from the East Coast, especially New York, come off so hard. But I'm like, we're just being real. Like we're saying what most people are going to say behind <laughs> your back to your face. Like that's the only difference. So I mean... That was the only difference. I just wasn't really as used to, like, the people. But, um, like like I said, everything kind of just came naturally. And throughout time, like, we found you – know, yeah. I found my, the right friends. And I have a wonderful church I go to. And, um, you know, my everything kind of happened with my career. And it just feels like home here now. Yeah. Did you have to graduate school early then? Um, I did. Okay. I did. I graduated early. Um and because I was going back and forth, so I was homeschooling. Okay. And then, um, so yeah, d- oh, yeah, so I homeschooled, yeah. but I graduated early from homeschooling. How did your I peers did react when they saw you on CBS Saturday morning? Um, everyone thought it was so cool. It's so funny because people kind of come out of the woodworks. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, wait, why are you Facebooking <laughs> me? You don't. I'm never really, really good that- friends with Cassie. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> like what? <laughs> I mean, okay, but that's definitely, I think, the first thing that people notice is just that. People that you, people suddenly think they're your best friend, and 
um, they come out of nowhere and you'll be like, dude, like you weren't even really that nice to me, but okay. So that was the only thing. But I mean, other than that, you know, family and friends, they were so excited and, and, um, it was so fun. It was so fun to be able to tell people they can watch me on something weekly. It was, it was my dream come true. And I got to do like everything on that show. I got to sing, dance, act. It was very fun. Yeah. Wear a lot of pink, which back in the day was like my favorite thing to do. It's so funny. (laughs) Like now, like I never wear pink because I like overloaded on pink clothing. Oh, it was just a pink clothing overload. So you threw out all your pink when oh you were getting God. rid of clothes. Oh my God. There's like very rare. There's, I don't really wear many colors. I'd, I'd stick to, I stick to like black, grays, beige, neutrals. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I want to talk about Bring It On and It's Win It. Oh, okay. Uh, did you, you were a cheerleader when you were growing up or no? Sorry, that was really gross. <laughs> that was so gross. I just like got stuffed up out of nowhere. I have the worst <laughs> allergies. Anyway, um, <laughs> I was not a cheerleader, okay. actually. I was never, actually, I did cheerleading when I was little, actually, okay. but like, you know, for like a rec yeah. football league when I was like 10 years old. Um, but I'm like a super daredevil. And I have to say, like, I hate giving myself props because it's so embarrassing, but like I do pick up things really quick. Yeah. Um, and I actually picked up this one stunt. I think it's called like a rewind where um, this one guy stands behind you and he throws you in the air, you know, your base or whatever. Mm-hmm. I was a flyer. They throw you in the air, you do a backflip and land on one on one leg in one of their hands and I learned that trick I swear in eight tries so like what? I just I just go for things like I'm I actually got in trouble on make it or break it all the time because I was like in the corner with the with them um, doing your own stunts I was with the, with the gymnast being like quickly quickly spot me I want to do this and our line producer would be like Cassie get over <laughs> here I see you and I'm like ah, okay um so I had never been a uh, cheerleader but I actually took a bunch of um I took a bunch of lessons with, like, a private coach okay. prior because I just wanted to be, like, the best I could be, you know, before I, I got on set. Had you done gymnastics at all or no? No, not gymnastics wow. either. The funny thing is, for Make It or Break It, we didn't have to be gymnasts because yeah. even if we wanted to do our stunts, we weren't allowed. We did some stuff. Like, we yeah. got to do some of the cool, fun things. Like, my character got to do some stuff on Beam and whatnot. But um, as for, like, the big flips and stuff, even if we could do it, which they're, like, Super superhuman powers anyway. It would be very difficult. Um, they wouldn't let us do the liability. But for make it, but for bring it on, when I went on the audition, they said you had to have been a cheerleader. So I fibbed a little. I was like, well, I did it when I was like eight. <laughs> and they took me outside because I guess, you know, at that point, the people in the room liked my performance. Yeah. And they were, they told the, we had to do a little, we learned to dance there from Tony G, our choreographer. And I guess they had said to him, we'll take these couple girls outside and make them make sure they're really gym, uh, really cheerleaders. He asked us to do all these jumps, lift our leg. Girl, I took my leg and I was like, I don't, I don't care what is sore tomorrow. <laughs> I like ripped that thing up. I had like, I think I pulled like 10 muscles. Oh, on no. it. it was terrible, but I was like, I'm booking this role. There's no way I'm not getting this. And they believed me. They thought I was a, uh, I guess I pulled it off. They thought I was a cheerleader. I just went for it. So, um, yeah. Have you ever had to lie or exaggerate the truth on other roles? Oh my God. For some reason, like, when you're in the audition room, you just like, things just pop out of your mouth. <laughs> I remember once I was in an audition room, and this was before I had skydived for, or no, no, this was after I skydived for charity for the Somali Mom mm-hmm. Organization, which I love skydiving, and I do love the Have you done it more rush. than that, or just that once? Twice okay. for the charity. I would honestly love to do it every day. It'd be a great start to every day. It's, if you haven't done it, I swear, <laughs> if it's one of your fears, face that fear, it's the best moment of your life. But, um... It was before I'd done it once and like I got in the room and they like were asking me all these questions and I wanted to seem like adventurous because the character was, you know, risk taker. So I was like, yeah, I'm a professional skydiver. And all of a sudden I'm like, there's work on it. No, I'm not. I did it one time and somebody was behind me. Like, why did I just say that? So sometimes things just come out of your mouth. Yeah. That was one of them. That's normal. I'm not a professional skydiver. Although I'd love to be and I would sound so cool if I was. Yeah. Uh, going back to Bring It On, <laughs> we got a little sidetracked, but uh, yeah. were you a fan of the original? Yes, I was. Okay. I don't know any girl that like couldn't be. Wasn't, yeah. <sighs> so An iconic movie almost. It is. Mm-hmm. It really is. And, and still, like, you know, they I think they did five. Um, mm-hmm. And then they went, they did a musical. Yeah. But they went up to five, and they still had an amazing outcome. Like, yeah. the, there's still so many people that watch it. It's, like, the most insane thing. I There's people, like, it's not one of those things that faded off. Like, people are obsessed with these mm-hmm. with the franchise. So. I think that cheering is almost like a cult. Like, they it have is. that cult following. Oh, so. they do, completely. And, and what's really cool is that, that I went on to make it or break it. And cheerleaders and gymnasts are almost one and the same. I'm yeah. not taking anything away from either. But, like, 
it's very much of it's a very similar world. Like a lot of gymnasts were cheerleaders at one mm-hmm. point, and g- cheerleading incorporates a lot of gymnastics, the stunts, the stunts, and everything. Yeah. So, um, luckily for me, I got to build this really fun like dancer, cheerleader, gymnast fan base, and um, it, it's been really great. Yeah. yeah. Do you watch the Olympics at all? I do. Okay. Yes, I do. Um, I actually, funny enough, my trainer, my personal trainer, happens to coincidentally train Gabrielle Douglas. Really? Yeah, so I finally got to meet her, and um, I'm such a fan of her. Obviously, um, especially when we were, you know, on the show, that's all we did. We researched mm-hmm. these girls. We had to understand, you know, their lifestyle and the fact that they eat, breathe, and sleep gymnastics, literally. Yeah. And um, so it was amazing meeting her, and it was so cool to hear that, like, she loved my show. I'm like, what? Why? You're like, <laughs> you're the all-around gold medalist. Like, I love you. So it's it's They're been so really normal. cool. We had uh, so Allie Raisman on the show, and she's yes. just, like, such a modest girl. Yeah, and even, like, Mackenzie uh, Maroney. Am I saying mm-hmm. that right? Um, yeah, I think I so. think that's how you say it. Yeah. Um, beautiful girl. Uh, even her, like, we'd, like, have, like, some Twitter exchanges, and I'm like, this is so cool. It's, like, the fake gymnast and, like, the real <laughs> deal. Like, this is so cool that, that they watch our show, and we're just trying to pretend to be them in, in fake life. So, um, yeah, it's really cool, like, little cult following, and um, there's so many just gymnastics fans. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. I love to watch it, but I know nothing about gymnastics <laughs> at all, so... <laughs> <laughs> But it's fun. Thanks, so it is. <laughs> <laughs> so, make it or break it. This was considered your first big role mm-hmm. um, on ABC Family, which is, as you said, your Sorry, home. My ears are clogged. I have all these allergies going uh-huh. on right now. I don't know what's happening. But um, yes. So, what was the audition process like for that? Funny. For me, I'm the only girl that didn't screen test for it. Okay. Because um, my character was supposed to be a guest star and a possible recurring. And after we had shot the pilot, they had offered me to become a series regular off the pilot. Wow. So I was like, I got to skip that step because tests are nerve-wracking. I've only tested for one thing. really only tested for one thing because I was on the show for so long. And um, last year, I actually wasn't really here that much for pilot season. I was shooting in New Orleans. so But I've heard from friends, and I remember from that one, they're very nerve-wracking. So for me... They pick you apart. Yes. Um, and you're in front of, like, a room of, like, a ton of people, and you know executives, it's, like, yeah. all the executives, and this could be, like, the beginning of the rest of your life and all your dreams coming true. So it's a lot. There's a lot <laughs> on the line. And I was very lucky to get, um, you know, offered offered a series regular, you know, role. But, um, yeah, I went back in. It was my mom's birthday. I got the call back, but I just didn't screen test. So I went in for Payson originally. I think everyone did. And then they brought everyone – then they brought the girls back who they felt, like, would uh, fit different characters and they brought me back for Lauren Tanner. And um, like I said, it was my mom's birthday. So I told her, I'm like, this will be your birthday present. I'm going to book this for you. Aww. And I did. I was like, ah, can you, your birthday, like, can my auditions fall on your birthday? And like, <laughs> all my big auditions fall on your birthday. So yeah, that was that was the process. How did you find out? Did they tell you that day? Um, No, they called. My manager called. And um, it was really exciting. And then, you know, I got the call that, you know, I got asked if I would would be willing or want, you know, want to be a series regular. Of course. I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they had told me that, I kind of like knew that it was probably getting picked up. None yeah. of the other girls knew because, well, I didn't know either, but I mean, I figured if they're if asking they said, me yeah. that. So I was like, oh my gosh. But now I have to wait for like the official word. Mm-hmm. And I had to wait like a week after I'd got offered the series regular role. Um, about a week later, they had called and all of us girls were like on the phone with each other constantly. Did you get a call yet? Did you get a call yet? And, um, Chelsea kind of, I think she got the call first. Somebody, you know, her agents had mm-hmm. gotten to them first or whatever it was. So she had hinted to me and I'm like, okay, now I need to be really <gasps> official. And now I just like, it was this huge buildup. And finally my manager called and she's like, congratulations. And I just remember screaming and crying. I was so excited. Um, my mom was here, but the rest mm-hmm. of my family was back home. And uh, we called them up, and my dad, my brother, and sister went out that night with my family, my mm-hmm. crazy family, and they all partied all night, like, had a big dinner in, like, Ugh. honor of me. I'm like, I'm glad you guys are having fun. <laughs> like, I just went to Sushi Dan that night, but, um, yeah, they were all so excited as well. So that's, like, the best feeling is being able to call your family yeah. and tell them. Ugh. How did you celebrate? Um, just sushi? I just screamed and cried, and me and my mom jumped around, and then I went to sushi, and then probably screamed and cried and jumped around some more. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At that point, did you have, like, a, a group of friends here? Um, I didn't have – I did have some friends. I yeah. didn't have, like, a – 
I did. I had friends, but I didn't have like an established yeah. group like I do now. But um, I had some friends, and and I had a boyfriend. So I, I was, yeah. you know, obviously I, you know, he was very happy for me. Time consuming. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so you often play the mean girl in your roles, which is very similar to how you are in real. No, I'm uh-huh. you're, um, like, you're terrible. But do Daddy. you get do you get like a lot of fans on Twitter or social media thinking that that's actually how you are? You know, um, in the beginning, yes, mm-hmm. it was. I laughed. I, that's my personality. Like, I don't really take things so seriously mm-hmm. like that. Um, like, I just, for that type of stuff, I just have thick skin and I just found it really funny. I'm like, well, I guess I'm doing my job. Yeah. I'm supposed to be the mean girl, so I guess I'm doing my <laughs> job. But, and I mean, there was really, like, there was this one girl who said she would like to punch me in the face until I, until I passed out and then pee on me. I got, that was an actual, what? no, that was an actual tweet that I got once. That was an actual tweet. Um, and it's so funny because in the, in the beginning, yes, these girls hated, like, just wanted yeah. to, hated this character. And then they, like, grew to love to hate her and kind of, like, to hate to love her. She had some depth, so. She had some depth yeah. and she had a lot of vulnerable moments. And, and I, like, have to commend the writers because they gave her so many layers. They didn't make her this just one, you know. Mean to be mean. Yeah, no. Like, and I feel like no one's just mean to be mean. Everyone has a past or something they're going through, like. Not, it's very rare that someone's just like a mean human being. Yeah. So it's really cool that they gave her that background and I got to play with so many things and, um, and, and out of it I became, you know, a spokesperson for bullying. Yeah. Just being able, because I've been on that side of the spectrum now and I had to kind of figure out why people do these things. Um, how do you react to comments like that? It was honestly, like I said, like I kind of, I had to laugh it off because what else am I going to do? But now it's honestly, I haven't had, and I've played the mean girl in various things after that, but I have not had one mean tweet in probably like three years. That's People good. just and yeah. it's great. And I think it's just because social media has become more popular in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And I think they kind of see that I'm in real life, I'm like the like the bubbliest, like most optimistic. You do so much charity work. Like <laughs> I yeah. do, I do, I do, I love it. <laughs> I'm such a charity nerd. Um but I think that like because it's become so much more popular, they see all these things daily yeah. and they get that it's a character. And also my fan base has grown with me. So they're older now and yeah, I think yeah. I've done enough, like, you know, enough interviews now to, like, have to prove that I'm not mean. <laughs> I swear I'm not mean. Like, yeah. But in the beginning, it was tough because yeah. they didn't get it, and, and the character was just plain brutal, so. Mm-hmm. One of the times that you didn't have to play the main girl was in Sharknado. <laughs> yes. And you <laughs> described your character as kind of like the Laura Croft badass. In my own head. <laughs> in my head. I don't know if anyone else thought that, but I did. Yeah. Um... Like I said, okay, I kind of have, like, this James Franco approach to the industry. Like, I just okay. want to do everything, do everything and anything that intrigues me. And not yeah. not just, you know, go to any event or, um, you know, take any job for money. And that's not me at all. But if something intrigues me, like, I'm going to do it no matter how. Like, Sharknado is the most ridiculous thing. And I was so, that's why I was so intrigued. <laughs> I'm like, I can't not do this. Yeah. First of all, I'm actually the biggest tomboy you'll ever meet. So when I saw, like, sharks and bloods and guns and, like, getting to play this cool little action character, that was a done deal. Mm-hmm. But the fact that it was, like, so over the top, I was like, I can't say no yeah. to that. Are you kidding me? Like, this is the best thing ever. Um, It's just my personality and I kind of just, like, it's one of those things you have to have a sense of humor for. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. And it, funny enough, Sharknado was one of the most difficult roles because it was so absurd. Yeah. And I've never seen, I don't, I don't think anyone's ever seen sharks blow up in a tornado. So there's nothing you can really relate it to. Mm-hmm. And, like, the reactions, you're literally, they give you a sticker and say, this is your eyeline. React to a shark blowing up in a tornado right now. So everything was just very difficult and you had to really use your imagination so it's actually a difficult role are you afraid of sharks sharks are my number one fear okay what are, so, what else are you afraid of though spiders. not much okay um although i won't kill them i won't even kill ants i am ridiculous i don't i can't do it i just can't do you move them at all or what i do, do, you do? I, okay. I have spent 45 minutes before trying to like pick up a bug <sighs> get it in a cup put it out like bring it outside it i it's ridiculous and there was this little spider in my room about two weeks ago and I could not kill it, but it was so high up, and I didn't know how I'd get it, and I didn't want it to, like, fall on me. Yeah. So I'm like, maybe it'll just stay there. And for, like, a couple of days it stayed, and I was, like, waiting for my, my parents were getting in town. This is so ridiculous. It was <laughs> this big. Um, I was like, my parents are getting in town. They'll move it for me. And I woke up one morning, and I couldn't find it. Oh, no. So now I'm like, ah, maybe next time I just need to, like, step on a stool and figure it out. Because I can't kill it. Yeah. 
but they, they are say, my number one of my number it's my second fear besides they say you sharks. eat like five spiders a year or something. Ugh, <laughs> they do I, I thought it was like eight in your lifetime i didn't realize it was Ugh, five a year. i don't know what it is the actual um, number yeah, that's. I just don't want to. Yeah. I don't think about that. Okay. I just don't. <laughs> that doesn't so, happen. Yeah, Sharknado. Um, I heard that when you originally approached, they approached you, right? Yes. And they gave you the script, and they said you have a day. Yeah. To decide whether you want this like, role wait, or not. They gave me a day. Um, literally at the end of by the end of the day, I had to have a yes or a no. Um, and like I said, I quickly read the script. It's the first thing to do. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I could not say no. I was like, there are sharks. It's raining sharks. Yes, yes, 100%. Yes, I'm in. Um, and it was filming in, in Los Angeles. So I was still able to do auditioning and just um, before pilot season. Yeah, it was right before pilot season. So I, if it was out of town, I it would have had to think about it. Although I do, I did, you know, love the crazy idea of it all. Yeah. But, um, it was local and it was so much fun and it paid off. I yeah. guess. <laughs> the reaction from that was freaking incredible. I mean, when you were first approached for it, I think it was called, what was it? Dark, Dark, Skies. Dark Skies. And did you, I mean, I'm sure you had no idea that it would blow up to what it is now. No, it was the one thing I was like, no one's ever going to see this anyway, whatever. Like, yeah. I didn't even really talk about it on like my social media much. I was like, you know, whatever, the sci-fi fans will see it. Like, my yeah. fans, you know, they're more like cheerleading, cheerleading, yeah. gymnast young girls. Like, you know, I'll write about it, of course, and I did what the network had asked, but I, I didn't go crazy because I'm like, ah, no one will see this. Yeah. <laughs> it started trending like four hours before it came on and then trended for 48 hours at number one. I was like, it was, it was honestly like the first moment of my life that was an actual like pinch me moment. Like this, this is, this isn't happening. This is beyond bizarre. It was national news. It was on every like major news station, every, everything, every Mm -hmm. like website. It was, it was crazy. I honestly, like, just being able to do, like, Good Morning America and the yeah. Today Show and, like, I'm talking to Matt Lauer about this crazy, silly, like, low-budget <laughs> shark film I did. I was like, what is this? Like, that's, you know, that's the beauty of Los Angeles. It's the beauty, it's the beauty of Hollywood because you just never know what it is that's yeah. going to take off. So, yeah. I have to say that I did not know how to work my DVR and I was out of town and I learned how to remotely set my DVR to tape Sharknado. Oh my God, that's amazing. <laughs> I love you for that. I love you. And it that. was worth it. So. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um, we actually, I mentioned earlier, we had Tajan. Yes. And he went on a rant about how he wanted to be in the sequel uh-huh. and he was going to ask you to be in it. That's so. amazing. <laughs> um, I love Taj. Oh my god, I love that kid so much. That <laughs> makes me really happy. Yeah, when I first got to set, it was right after Sharknado blew up. Yeah. We shot that. We shot Baby Daddy a while ago, actually. Um, they they tape a year before they. Yeah, air, right? it was like almost a year. Not a. It was like six, seven, eight months ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was right after it came out, and everybody was just like, "That was like the number one question from everybody." Like, "Oh my god, Sharknado! Tell us about Sharknado!" Sharknado, Sharknado, Sharknado. Um, I'm like, "I'm never gonna live down the NATO." But uh, yeah, they all loved it and thought it was great. And apparently, they had all got together and watched it like mm-hmm. at one of their houses. So I got inside, and I'm like, "Oh, it's so embarrassing, guys!" But <gasps> so great. Yeah. Um, I'm actually not doing the sequel. I yeah. just um, I did two I did two sci-fi films last year. Okay. And um. I loved it. I'm so appreciative for sci-fi um, for doing that, you know, for me and for having me on the network two films in a row. But yeah, I'm just excited to do different things. So yeah. I just booked another film that I, I can't talk about just yet. And um, like I said, I you know, it's about constantly doing different things. Yeah. But I'm sure it's going to be amazing. And um, I'm going to be really excited to watch. Yeah. Definitely going to be, you know, it, it'll be interesting coming from like an outsider point of view. Mm-hmm. But um, so fun. And the whole cast is so sweet. And so lovely, Tara and Ian and just everybody. Um, I don't know so how yeah, they're going to top watching. the original. I don't know how either. I was like, how are they going to – because I'm really close to the director. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've been talking to him about it here and there. I'm very excited for all of them. And I said that like 10 times because I don't want anyone to think it's any animosity. It's not. <laughs> I love everybody at Sci-Fi and everybody in the film. Um, but, uh, yeah, he said that they have, I, I know like a couple little things, but he was saying just they have some great plans and, um, 
I think it's going to be really entertaining. Yeah. I don't see how it cannot be. I can only imagine. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So another project that you just worked on was Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja. Oh, yeah. You did voiceover work for that. So how is that different than being on screen? It's my first. um, Voiceover takes so much longer to play out. Like, you, you know, you'll record everything. You don't find out if the pilot's going to go until like mm-hmm. a year later and then if it's going to, what network is going to go a year. It's like, just takes a long time. So I had done actually a couple things for Cartoon Network and Disney and nothing really ever played out or became yeah. a thing. This one did. Um, It's called Randy Cunningham, Ninth Grade Ninja. It's on Disney X. XD. I almost said XM, but that would be, <laughs> that'd be the radio. Um. But, uh, yeah, it's so much fun. It's like you can literally go in in your pajamas, yeah. sit back, and, like, just talk. And it's and it's the easiest, most fun job. It's so mm-hmm. much fun. And, and they even um, – they had my character singing and all this fun stuff. She has her own me cast. Um, and she's, like, super outgoing and bratty. And, and <laughs> once again, a brat, even vocally. I, maybe it's the voice. Maybe that's what it is. No. Maybe it's what – I don't know, man, but um, it's so much fun, and yeah, I I've been going in a lot the yeah. past couple months, so I'm excited to see the new little cartoon episodes that air. Are you ever nervous, like going out in PJs and that you'd be photographed? Or it's not even in, okay. So I said that you can go out in your you PJs. Don't. I never have. <laughs> I do always go. I'm somehow I'm always like coming from yoga or a training session, so. That everyone on that team must think I'm just like a bum because I've never <laughs> walked in there put together, not once. It's always a messy high bun and like a pair of sneakers and gym clothes. They're probably but, used um, to it. Yeah, because you, you can do it, you really can go in and whatever you want. So yeah. it's very laid back and fun. Cool. So, in addition to your acting, you're also very passionate about music. Yes. And, I am. Um, you just released a, a cover, right? Yeah, I did. I did my first cover video, which was kind of just like I told my fans once I got to 100,000 followers on Twitter that I would do a fun little video. Congrats on that, by the way. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun number. I mean, there's so <laughs> there you have like the Justin Beavers of the world that have like 80 Something million. million but yeah. I'm proud of my 100,000, okay? <laughs> I'm proud of it. I love them. Um, so, yeah, I told them that, that I would do that. And I just kind of – it was something very simple. I wanted it to be raw, simple, um, clean – and we did it, and it, and it got a great response. I'm, I'm planning to do a lot more, and it's so hard because, like, I, I write that I'm a singer on most of my social media mm-hmm. because I am, and I, I am so passionate about it. But somehow there's, like, some music out there from when I was really young, so I'm, like, trying to figure out how to get it down because I really want to, like, yeah. I really want to um, start recording. I, I've recorded one new song, but I haven't put it out yet. And um, I really want to get new music out there. Yeah. You know, some of the stuff I had done was when I was, like, either in Slumber Party Girls at, like, 15 or I had recorded back in Florida when I was like 14. Okay. So, like 14, 15, 16. So I'm excited. That was the first thing I put out that was older. Yeah. And um, it got a great response. So I'm excited to, to do more. And um, it's so hard to like balance the two because it's like, I don't know. It, I guess it's hard because you want to take yourself serious as an actor. So you're like, if I'm like this pop singer, are people going to like, take me seriously as an actor? And I think... At the end of the day, yes, they will. It depends. It just depends on how you approach the situation. I mean, look at the Beyonces and JLo's of the world that do it all. Like, I don't think, um, you know, there's any reason why not. So, um, I'm really trying to take it more seriously, yeah. and I'm definitely going to put up some more cover videos. You are, yes, and I've been in the studio as well. So, um, I I would like to try to do one every month, and so far I'm slacking because I put one out in December, and it's <laughs> February, but um, every I'm, other month. Every other month, yeah. <laughs> but um, I think I'm going to do a Beyonce song next. Really? Yeah. Which one? I'm thinking possibly EXO. Okay. Because it's fun. It's like kind of sexy in a way, but not like too much. <laughs> like classy still and cute and fun and sassy and I love Beyonce. So you're also writing originals or that's yeah. what going into the studio? Yes, we did. Um, um, There's one that I had just finished. It was I did my first original track since, oh my God, I mean, I, I worked with different producers here and there, but really since, like, the Slumber Party Girls. Um, so, yeah, I, I have one, and it's really fun, and it's really upbeat. Definitely, like, a dancey, very catchy yeah. song, um, which we haven't released or figured out. We haven't figured out what we want to do with it yet, um, like, what approach we're going to take, but yeah. I am very excited about it. Do you play any instruments? Um, I've learned guitar in the past, so I can do, like, some stuff on the guitar, but I'm not going to do what I do in my auditions sometimes. I'm a professional guitar player. Because I'm not. not. But, um, yeah, I would love to learn more because 
I think it's so cool, like rad when a chick is like can play the guitar, or the drums, or something. Yeah. So, what's the ultimate goal for your music? Um, I mean, realistically, realistically wasn't the right word. I mean, my dream, <laughs> which I guess is the opposite of realistically, um, would be obviously to go on tour and to perform and to put on concerts and to just really explore that world. But it's yeah. just it's so hard to especially like it's pilot season right now and I just signed on for a film so now I'm gonna be you know away so much going on so it's so hard it's like because you want to do it right you don't want to like come out with a song and then be like okay bye guys now I have to go shoot for this amount of time like I'm just trying to really figure out like timing and everything but it's coming together and like I said it's like slowly like I finally put out a cover which I've been saying I was gonna do for like two years so it's slowly coming together but you know between that and like I do I do a lot of charity work and school and the voiceovers and I dance on the side as well and just like everything it's so hard to figure it all out but I'm going to because I cannot not imagine my like going through life without have explored that path you know would you ever consider doing a musical? Like, I know Chelsea Kane had hers on ABC yeah. Family, that kind of thing. Oh my gosh, totally! I actually just did something really fun um, with Todd Call. He's like a an internet sensation. Oh, I love those. Yeah. yeah, we did. Um, I was in the Spell Block team. Yeah, I love that. Thank you. It was that was so really funny. fun. Yeah. I forgot about that, so I got to sing in that. That was like a cool another thing this year, like right around the same time. So like little things here and there, people are starting to hear my voice. I'm I'm always like, I swear I sing, and everyone's <laughs> like, Well, can you put out something already? So at least there's two, like, little things out there as of now, yeah. and um, hopefully the Beyonce one. The costumes in that were incredible. Oh, my God. he So well put together for an I, internet thing. I have never, first of all, seen such a hard worker, but such a talented human being. He wrote that, like, recorded everyone, got all those costumes, oh, excuse me, everything within, like, two days. Mm-hmm. I was like, how do you do that? And it went viral. It went viral. Hard I mean, work pays off. like, over two million, yeah. three million hits, so. Yeah. Um, so making your way back to ABC Family on Baby yeah. Daddy now, you have a little arc mm-hmm. for your character, and she is very similar to Lauren and Make It or Break It, but <laughs> uh, the grown-up version, I guess. Yes. Uh, I know that they have a really tight-knit cast, so what was it like coming in that first day? Um, believe it or not, it was the most welcoming cast I've ever walked, it was the most welcoming cast I've ever been a part of, yeah. um. They were so sweet. They didn't make me feel like a guest star. I felt like, you know, I fit in automatically. I, I had known Chelsea prior, mm-hmm. so that was really cool. Um, I love her. She's a great girl. She made me feel so at home right yeah. away. And like I said, like being back on the network, and there were so many familiar faces from the executive producer. Wait, not the exec, From one of the producers, or a couple of the producers, to um, to some of the network people, especially because yeah. I did Teen, Teen Spirit as well, which is yeah. an ABC Family movie. So a lot of familiar faces. Um, the dialogue coach, the uh, wardrobe woman, uh, right. the the craft service guy. I mean, it was all the same people from Make It or Break It. I was like, oh, like I thought I was about to see Josie and Ayla and, <laughs> and you know Chelsea. That's how familiar it felt. But um, so yeah, it was right off the bat. It was very um, warm and welcoming feeling. Um, besides the fact that um, the first day, which is a table read on mm-hmm. on comedies, I. Um, was getting over the worst case of a stomach uh, food poisoning. Oh my god! The worst case of food poisoning ever. <laughs> I was like <laughs> white, pale as a ghost. Walked in there like sweat dripping down my oh, face, no. and I was like, "Hey, everyone!" So that on top of it, they were so welcoming, and everyone was like, "Can we get you anything? Do you need tea? Do you need you know?" The set medic came to me. I was like, "You guys are the sweetest!" Like, thank you for, <laughs> like what are the odds? I, I think I've had food poisoning one other time in my entire life. So yeah. I was just like, "Are you kidding me?" My first day of set, it, like on a new worried show. about your first impression. <laughs> worried about my first impression, and like I'm, I can hardly breathe. <laughs> it's like the first day of school. It was terrible. <laughs> first day of school with um, food poisoning. Yeah. So. Not fun, oh, no. but really, everyone was very nice. So. Yeah, and I know you—you you still hang out with a lot of the cast. Yeah, I, I saw a picture of you and um, Jean Luc went yeah. uh, bowling. Went, no, oh. paint, paintballing. Paintballing. Yeah, yes, Derek was there as well. Um, I know he like approached me with like asking if I wanted to to come paintball, and I was like, heck <gasps> yeah! Like actually, I would <laughs> love to do that. Um. We had so much fun. I had never done it before. I did it once, and it was terrifying. I was much younger. I think I was, like, 12 or 13. Oh, wow, yeah. Those hurt. I didn't... Okay, see? (laughs) Everyone warned me, so, like, I was waiting for, like, that shot at, you know, the arm or whatever it is, and, like, I I almost, like... 
I did not get hurt. Like, they just, they kept brushing past me. One hit me, like, smack in my helmet. So, like, nothing hurt. I didn't get a welt or anything. Oh. I actually, like, was, like, a little annoyed afterwards. I was, you like, I kind out. of, like, wanted to feel like I was really in a battle. And, like, it didn't hurt at all. It's because you're so tiny. There's, like, not much of a target. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you very much. But I wish. But, I mean, I mean, I guess I'm, I'm not going to be one of those girls. But, I mean, I'll, I'll take the tiny company. Yeah. But um, I, I was just, like... I don't know. It was so funny. I was telling him. I think I had worked myself up so much and thinking mm-hmm. it was like going to be the worst pain in the world because John Luke was like, "Are you sure you wanna you wanna do this? It hurts." And I was like, "Listen, I can hang with the boys." Okay. <laughs> so then you know I had, but then I'm like, "But wait, like, how, what what are we talking? Like, how badly does it hurt? Like on a scale of one to ten? And some people were saying like a nine and an eight and that it really hurt. And I was like, "Well, geez." So yeah. So I was kind of like disappointed that I did that I didn't get a welt. Well, next time. Next time. But a little yes, bit I'm of a masochist, I guess. Yeah, that sounds so wrong. I I don't know. So I wanted wrong. to get hurt. Yeah, I wanted to get hurt. That's so ridiculous of me, but I kind of did. <laughs> Towards the end. Yeah. Just for the adrenaline rush. Mm-hmm. To make me angry and want to like get back at people. So, um, I know we've talked about you're a very busy girl. You have, you know, baby daddy, all these other things. You're filming a new movie soon. Yes. Um, so when you do get that free time, what do you like to do? Um, other than paintballing. Very, <laughs> <laughs> very fun. Um, I have a very cute little pup named Gucci. I know it's kind of a ridiculous. <laughs> but um, I love to hang with him, go to the dog park. Uh, I have a really awesome group of girlfriends out here. I'm actually very lucky. I like I found a great group of girls. So I love to hang with my girls. Honestly, like getting coffee, going to lunch, like the simple things make me really happy. Going for a hike. Um, I have a wonderful personal trainer that um, I've been working out with three times a week. And that's just kept me really active. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so I'm happy about that. And um, I like to cook. I'm like big on cooking. I think Italian it, food or yes, everything. Ita- everything, but mainly Italian food. Um, What's your best dish? Um, I love making chicken parm. Oh, I love that too. I love making chicken parm. I love eating chicken parm. I love eating <laughs> it. I can eat it for every meal. Um, but yeah, so I love to cook as well. I mean, like honestly, the simple things in life make me really excited. Like to yeah. sit on my couch, watch a movie, like order in whole wheat pizza or cook like a fun dish, and like have my girlfriends over. That makes me really happy. Yeah. And I know you do a lot of charity work as well. Yes. So I why do. is that important for you? Um, I enjoy giving back. It sounds cliche. I've always kind of just found interest in that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I'm like so blessed and I know that that's like, that's become such a cliche thing. I feel like everyone's always like hashtag blessed. Like, <laughs> but honestly, I feel so blessed in, in all the things that I've, um, that I have and, and that I've, I've done thus far in my life. So you know, I want to be able, you know, I feel like it's given me somewhat of a platform and I want to use that platform and I want to yeah. use my voice and, um, do good things with it. Mm-hmm. And, um, just the more you get involved, the more passionate you get about it because, you know, you start researching these different topics and you start meeting these victims of whether it's sex trafficking or bullying mm-hmm. or whatever it is. And you just get so invested. Like at that point, there is no turning back. It's just like, Honestly, I can't wait. Um, I think we're going to be doing like a bike ride in Cambodia with Somali mom, wow. like a eleven day bike ride or something crazy. So everything um, from skydiving I to know. bike riding. For Surinder charity. Swan, a friend of mine, um, and she's on Graceland now. She actually puts together all these wonderful things. She has um her own nonprofit called Friends to Mankind. So she works very closely with Somali mom, and that's yeah. how I got involved. And um, so she puts on these fun, extravagant, like adventurous things. Um. And makes it just fun. Makes it makes it also fun to give back. Mm-hmm. But just meeting Somali and like hearing her stories, I like. She's just such a force. Like she's just oh my god. Like you just you're in her presence and like you just feel so like uplifted. Yeah. She's just an amazing human being. And I actually just got done reading her book as well. And um, I had like I said, just the more I've kind of gotten involved, the more passionate I've become. Yeah. Just like anything else, so. It's very important to me. And you were involved in a project called Not Today, which focused on... I was actually just about to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Not Today focused on... uh, It was also... It was more based on, like, youth sex trafficking, which is seriously gutting. I mean, it all is. Yeah. So that was, like, the start of my research towards sex trafficking. And, um, you know... That was in India. But since then, I've come to realize, I mean, it's all over the world. It's in America. Like... Mm -hmm. There are so many people in America being sex trafficked. You don't even realize, like, even in our own, even in this city, like, yeah. it's it's insane. It's honestly, like, 
there are more slaves in the world right now than there have than there ever has been. Mm-hmm. I think we're at 27 million girls being sex trafficked, something nuts that's like crazy. something just absurd. So, um that's when I first started learning about it and um that really sparked my interest, you know, when the stuff with Somali Mom had come up, I was like, well, definitely, because I just did this film, and I've learned so much, and, and then, you know, meeting Somali and reading her book and everything, I've just learned so much more, so that was definitely, like, an introduction towards all these horrible things that, I, it's, like, so crazy, like, I can't even believe, like, because I have such a great life here in America, mm-hmm. it's a great country, and, you know, we're all so lucky and spoiled, you don't realize what's going on on the other side of the world, like, it's a totally different mm-hmm. life, Completely. So, um, yeah, that not today was the introduction to all of that, but um, Somali Mom has definitely opened my eyes a lot. Yeah. So moving forward in both your career and your life, what do you hope to accomplish? <gasps> um, oh, my <laughs> That's God. That's a big question. Anything, but... Everything wonderful. No, um, project-wise, as long as it's good material, like I'm yeah. really trying to now focus on, you know, I've had my fun, and I still will take on, you know, young fun roles but I've had my fun with you know ABC family and I still am and um you know I've done some sci-fi stuff and it's just about really now um I want to find some really cool gritty roles and this new um fun little movie I signed on to do is going to be a really cool gritty role so it's just it really has to do with the subject matter and the material so I'm I just look forward to really um portraying great characters and and working with some really awesome material whether it's a Sundance film you know and it's a cool gritty indie or I mean, something that goes to theaters. That'd be amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, and like I said, I would love to be able to pursue my music further. That would be a dream come true as well. And um, other than that, the charity thing. I want to um, – I'm in the process of, of um, actually creating, like, my own nonprofit. Really? It's a long process, yes. As for now, I kind of just do this fun campaign giving uh, with, that uses wristbands to give back. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, that would be, oh, my God, a dream come true. So, cool. yeah. Is there anyone in Hollywood whose career you hope to emulate? Um, I mean, I would love to say Jennifer Lawrence. She's just incredible. She's <laughs> definitely one of them. I mean, I don't know how you couldn't say that. We're the yeah. same age, and she's done so many wonderful things and been nominated for the Oscars and yeah. won the Oscar last year. She's just amazing. <laughs> That's point period blank. But um, I really feel like a great path would kind of be like a Blake Lively path because, you know, she did the fun, young – um one-hour drama. She did the, you know, the Gossip Girl with the trendy clothing and um, the young, fun fan base and, and all that. And then she kind of explored, you know, more of a grittier path with her role in um, Savages and yeah. The Town. So that'd be really cool to do both, to have, like, uh, I'm, like, saying all these, but honestly, to have, like, an, I mean, of course it'd be amazing, but to have, like, you know, another fun, great show on air and then to also be able to do some, you know, jump outside the box and do things people wouldn't expect of me. Yeah. Um, that would be an amazing career path. Cool. And I also love Sophia Bush, like, charity-wise. <laughs> She's amazing. And her career is great, too. Yeah. Any aspirations behind the camera at all? Um, I, you know, being on a show for a couple of years definitely makes you just, makes you want to direct so badly. I don't know what it is. Yeah. It's just, like, because you see it every day. That would, that's definitely something I'm open to. Um, and I would be willing to take classes for. I, yeah. Directing would be awesome. Not, I mean, I, I wouldn't mind writing either. I, the whole industry is very exciting to me. I love, I love just all of it, the art of all of it. But, um, I mean, definitely directing is, if I had to pick one thing behind the camera, that would be yeah. really awesome. That'd be cool. Yeah. <laughs> Get on the other side of it. Um, any dream roles or people that you want to work with? Um, I really, really would love to step out of the box, like I said, and like I feel like I embody such a bubbly blonde mean girl all the time and I've you know played a slew sorry you want the gritty roles yeah Yeah. I would honestly like if someone came up to me tomorrow and was like you're gonna if you you know if you book this role you're gonna play a cancer patient are you willing to shave your head I'd be like hell yeah really that would be a dreamer um to play like some super messed up drug addict or I just think that's why we do what we do Mm because we get to explore and um, you know, all these different characters and that's what makes it so fun, you mm-hmm. know, just telling these different stories and it also helps you understand people. I always say like acting reminds me of like psychology. Yeah. Even my weekly acting class, I feel like I go in there and it's like therapy meets like psychology and there's always all these emotions and stories being told and research on different characters and personality traits. So for me to step out of the box and be able to um, 
just jump jump into a really cool character. It would be awesome. Yeah. Different character like that. What acting class are you in? Um, right now I'm at John Rosenfeld. Okay. Yeah, I've done, you know, some Meisner stuff, and um, I studied Uta Hagen um, as well, and I love it all. But right now I'm at John's, and um, he's great. I love him. Yeah. This is my favorite question. Uh, do you ever Google yourself? <laughs> oh, my God. Um, clearly, obviously I do, because I just said that I wish I could erase, like, all my old Google, <laughs> image, Google images of my, like, bad style when I was younger. Um, but I, 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 I have, and not for any... Like cocky reason, I think um, <laughs> it's natural. No, like it's just I'm not even a lie. Like I, I do, I have, and I, you know, sometimes it's to see um, how I looked at an event. Yeah, and to to be um, what's the word? It's helpful. Yeah, because like if there's something that doesn't look right on me, I'm not like or a certain oh, for style. style yeah. Like, okay, I'm never gonna wear that again. I look like an oompa loompa, or <laughs> I'm never gonna wear that again. I look too short, or whatever it is, and like. You know, style-wise, it's great, and mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, yes, I go with myself. What's one thing that your fans would be surprised to learn about you? Um, I've said this so much, so it's not a surprise anymore, but I do box. I also was a high brown belt in taekwondo. Wow. I played soccer for nine years. I am a tomboy at heart. Um, so that's one thing. What's the other? Um, I'm an adrenaline junkie. It's bad. Don't be one. I like to jump out of planes. I'm not a professional skydiver, though. Have you ever bungee jumped? I have. I probably really? bungee jumped at the age of eight. But it was a shorter one. It was in Colorado. But um, I did. I was young. I don't, they wow. said I was like the youngest person to ever bungee jump. Eight is... It was, it was a smaller one. Is that even legal? <laughs> I don't know. But... Or I was eight or nine. Like, I was really young. But apparently, like... Apparently, I, they they were allowing... Where was it? Any, like, my height was allowed. Um, in Colorado. Okay. It wasn't one of, like, the really tall ones off of a bridge or anything, but I think that it was, like, five stories. Okay. That's a lot. I was talking to someone from New Zealand yesterday, and he, because that's, like, the bungee jumping capital of the world. Oh, I didn't even know that. But he said that it was 11 was the age that you were allowed to. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was, like, nine, I think. Nine or, maybe I was 10. Maybe the U.S. has more lenient rules. I don't know. (laughs) Maybe it was different back then. Yeah. But, um... I was really young. Yeah, my mom and dad didn't know about that. My brother and sister took me. Uh-oh. Because <laughs> they went. How much older And then older after we told them, they were like, um, my sister is about six and a half years older. My brother's four and a half years older. Okay. So I'm the baby. Speaking of family, I heard that you're the godmother. Yes. Of a little baby. I am. Um, I'm the godmother of my friend Tiffany's child. Yeah. In which Tiffany's about to have her second baby. Oh, my gosh. I can't wait to see that. See that little munchkin. Yeah. Um, but KJ is my godson. I love him so much. He's the cutest thing ever. Um, and then I also have a niece who's a newborn niece. Well, Aww. not newborn. She's actually going to be one in like a month. Time flies. Um, <laughs> who I'm obsessed with as well. My little like prince and princess. But I love being a godmom. I feel like, you know, my career path, the way I'm going, like the things I want in life, I won't probably become a mother until I'm in my way later 20s or early 30s mm-hmm. so but like I that's one of those things I like can't wait for in life I'm one of those young girls that like can't wait for motherhood when it comes <laughs> you love kids in a while. I, lo- I just love kids so much and babies and just the whole thing I'm like so KJ is like and 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 Katerina my niece they're just like my little fix they're like my you know I get my like mommy yeah. fix out of them and, and then you can give them back at the end yes, of the day yes <laughs> because I like to have children for quite a while yeah. <laughs> um so what's advice that you have for younger kids who might want to follow in your footsteps um I was just talking about this actually when I did the media tour for baby daddy I was saying um acting and and this whole entertainment industry it seems so exciting and it's such a rush and it's like most little kids look up to actors and actresses and singers and it's exciting so they I feel like so many people want to do it just because it's exciting and they want to be famous and my whole thing is if if it's not like really like so embedded inside of you and it's mm-hmm. not like your deepest passion that you cannot live without maybe find another path if it's and if it is then go for it but mm-hmm. if it's not you know it's just one of those things that it's blood sweat and tears it's a lot of hard work and it's a lot of rejection so you have and to be able to have you don't realize skin. that no. before you move out here it seems a lot so of exciting yeah. Hollywood but um you really have to be able to deal with, well with rejection mm-hmm. and if it is your passion and it's there's nothing else in the world you want to do, then what I would say is, as cliche as it is, you really not, cannot give up. You have to push and push and push mm-hmm. and envision that that it's going to happen and that this is so, like, me just 
talking about the secret, basically. <laughs> but um, it's true. It's the law of attraction. It's what you put out there. And it's it's constantly practicing your craft as well. So many people, I feel like, you know, once they do one or two things, they get excited and they think, you know, I don't need acting class anymore, but it's so important. You know, I will always stay in class and always be working with different people and just be, you know, sharpening up my tools. It's just, it's so, so important. So, um, yeah, if it's your everything, then work your butt off, work your little tushy off and make sure you're in <laughs> acting class and, um, don't give up. And and if anyone has anything negative to say, you have to let it go in one ear and out the other. Use it as you motivation. Cannot be reje- I've been rejected so many times. It's just just it's a, just a tool mm-hmm. for motivation. It just makes you want it that much more. Um, if you shot right up to the top right away, it wouldn't even be that fun anyway. You know, you got <laughs> to enjoy the ride and all the different things that come with it. I think. Yeah. It's more exciting that way because then when that big thing does come, um, it's it, it, it's it that paid much off. more meaningful. It's so meaningful. Yeah. So. Cool. Well, this is wrapping up the the interview, but this is our shameless plug section. Okay. So, baby daddy, Twitter, anything that you want to promote, go for it. Okay. <laughs> Hello, everybody. Um. So, yes, you can catch me again next week, um, eight thirty, seven thirty Central on Wednesday night. Um, on Baby Daddy as the mean and catty Heather. Um, <laughs> Twitter. Let's do that at Cassie Skirbo. C A S S I E S. C-E-R-B as a boy. Oh, that sounded like an infomercial. Um, what else? Tw- uh, Instagram, at Cassie L. Skirbo. Um, I also keek, which is at Cassie Skirbo. And um, I have a Facebook page. I'm pretty sure I have a Facebook fan page. I, I go, I try to update it as much as possible. It's one of those things I sometimes forget about because I feel like I'm just so obsessed with Twitter and Instagram. But, um, yeah, you can catch me on there. And then I have a website that's going to be um, – coming out shortly cassiescrobo.com so check for that a lot of stuff and you will be updating everyone when you do have more covers and music out yes yes I will I have one now I think you can find um, I think the channel my publicist did the channel for me because I'm really (laughs) not tech savvy and it's sad and I need to be more tech savvy but I think it's just Cassie Scrobo Music the channel and um, the first one is up it was fun and simple and cool so check it out if you like let me know your thoughts and um, I'll have more coming for you all Well, you can find us at AfterBuzz TV on Twitter. You can find me at Katherine Kelly. And Cassie, thank you so much for coming in today. This was so much fun. Yes, thank you so much. I've I've had a blast. (laughs) So until next time, um, stick with us at AfterBuzz TV. And make sure to check out our Baby Daddy After Show. That is every Thursday night following new Baby Daddy episodes. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later! The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 